everybody, and welcome to MGS, the Movie and Game Show, a podcast where we talk about movies and we talk about games. My name is Dallin, and as always, I am joined by Scott. Off to confer with the CEO again. <laughs> I feel like I'm just perfecting my Metal Gear Solid impressions. I've it just is been pretty good. I've been absorbed in them, and I feel like everything that he says in MGS2, in particular, is just. It's just perfect, you know. Uh, it's a good then, game. It's a good game. And then he's like, he's like, uh, so he, so he's doing a little haha. You have to like, you have to confer, right? And you can't just make your own decisions. And then yeah. afterwards, yeah. you're still talking on the codec. He is like, uh, he's like, well, kid, what's the verdict from the top or something like that? Like dead, like sarcastic to him. Uh, I was watching all the release trailers, not all the release trailers, like before it came out and sure as hell Raiden not in a single one of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's 55 minutes of trailers they had for that game before it came out and not, uh, see, not a wild. single that's bit bad. has Raiden and they I get I get why people were pissed but like they're doing yeah. a naughty dog on people like that's where they got the idea yeah. from like and there's a bit that like there's most of the trailers are from like the tiger bit at the start so you, yeah. like, it is all Snake, right? But then they have a bit where he's fighting Fortune and they have Snake fighting her. Like, they have the character... They swapped it. Yeah, he's, well, he's doing it. It's good, isn't it? It's good. See, I'm all for it, you know? It's See, funny. I saw another guy talking about, like, it's... You get put into the position of Raiden then because he's being manipulated and he doesn't know anything, right? So then as a player, you also don't know anything. You are the same. You're this outsider character... And everybody else seems to be, know what's going on, but you don't. Um, it's called fucking art. It okay. is called art. It is. <laughs> and the beauty of this art, right, is that like I've obviously played it a lot, right? Thus, my incredible interpretation of his voice, right? Yes. yes. But like the good thing about that is that Metal Gear Solid is so mental that like it's basically like replaying it for the first time over it and over again every, every single time, time yeah. because I yeah. miss bits and pieces and it's so complicated that I'm like. Oh yeah, I understand. And then I like I'm like, there's a, there's a bit right. So this this is meaningless if you don't know what this is. But we do, so that's okay. There's a bit where Ocelot is like, hmm, how did Snake and Otacon get here? Because they're not part of the simulation, right? They're not. They're outsiders on this. How did they get into here, right? Also doesn't know. And I've never really been paying that much attention to that part, right? I'm like, oh, they probably just, they're they're doing research, they know, right? They're just, yeah. But the thing is, what's happening is that it's Liquid's arm who's controlling him. He sent them the message to get them there. Oh, so he, t- okay. the yeah, other yeah, yeah. side of Ocelot's brain tipped them off. That's good, that's good. And it was because, like... He he says like oh they're the only they they're the only people that can help me like get out of this body or something like that. Because he wants the drama. Yeah. yeah, it's mad. I was like okay that actually that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I also yeah, didn't I didn't even really know why Saul is old. Why is he why is he so old? And I thought yeah. that he was dying his hair, but it's apparently because he's aging faster already. Yeah, okay. He was made more to be like the older big boss rather than Liquid I and Solid, see. who were the younger versions of him. Right? I see. I it's see. mad. Mad. Right. So it's like, I know generally like where the bits in the plot are, but it's like every little detail, it's like re- mm-hmm. experiencing it for the first time again, which is, that's yeah. the beauty of it. 
the beauty because I'm not sick of it then it's just like finding a new little thing every single time Uh, fucking 700 page script for that game that's nuts because when you think of a film it's like 90 to 120 pages per minute and then you have 700 minutes worth of dialogue recorded for this yeah what's like other what other games fucking GTA 3 main character what does he say nothing doesn't say anything not a single word 25 pages of script forgettable speaking of forgettable oh come on now Wendell and Wilde is a 2022 American adult stop motion animated horror comedy film directed by Henry Selick Henri Selick Henri Selick Henri Selick also it's sad he's probably not going to make another film you know, I was thinking of watching this. I was like, you know what? Like, he is getting a little bit older. I was like, if we're lucky, we get one. Because he's seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because and it, it's just more like not that seventy-year-olds can't make films, but they can't afford to make films one every thirteen years. So, yeah. He's uh, uh, directed, <laughs> directed by Henri Zelik from a screenplay <laughs> written by Zelik and Jordan Piel. <laughs> Connecting Pele, <laughs> R.I.P. Pele. Connecting our Jordan Peele, Henry Selleck cinematic universe. Yes, finally, finally, we've reached we're here. It. We're here. Who are also producers, based on Selleck's and Clay McLeod Chapman's unpublished book of the same name. I wish my <laughs> McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. <laughs> McLeod. <laughs> uh, they're making some up. They're making some up. He's making some up. Uh, it stars Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele as the titular characters with Angela Bassett, Lyric Ross, James Hong, and Ving Rhames in supporting roles. This was Selleck's first feature film since Coraline in 2009. On October, or sorry, November the 3rd, 2015, it was reported that Henry Selleck was developing Wendell and Wilde, a new stop-motion feature with Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele based on an original story by Selleck. On March 14th, 2018, the film was picked up by Netflix. In a July 2019 interview, Key described the voice process where Jordan and I came in and did a session against Static at recording booths, sitting looking across at Jordan and it's lots of ideas flowing, cutting each other off to keep that organic feeling. That usually ends up on the cutting room floor as you find the voices and you want a little refinement, some rhythm. We spend a good deal of time with an initial scene that Henry wrote, discovering the characters and the framework of the scene, and then he used that as an inspiration to keep writing. Pablo Labato served as the lead designer on the stop-motion puppets. On June 4, 2020, Bruno Coulet was confirmed as the composer, returning from Coraline, of Back, course. baby. We liked him. Yes. On March 14, 2022, the cast was revealed on Netflix, or sorry, by Netflix on YouTube. As of June 15, 2020, production was being done remotely during the COVID-19 pandemic. Lead writer and voice actor Peel stated that he had an absolute blast working with Henry Selick and the crew for Wendell and Wilde. I cannot wait for you to discover this film. In an October 8, 2020 interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the film's producer, Gotham Group, CEO Gotham's making this film. Ellen Goldsmith Vian elaborated on the project. We're mid production in Portland, Oregon, much like Coraline was, of course, where the crew has suffered through fires, most recently COVID, and a lot of political and social unrest. <laughs> yeah. It's been a yeah. very challenging movie. Editing was done by Robert Ainick and Peter Sorg as the cinematographer and Wikipedia says. None of these names sound real. Not a single one. (laughs) Better source needed is what it says. Robert Anus. (laughs) Peter. (laughs) Uh, 
By February 2021, production was ongoing in Portland. After Coraline, Selleck felt stop-motion animation had become so smooth that it had become indistinguishable from computer animation, defeating some of the purpose of stop-motion. He decided to allow flaws, such as keeping the same lines on replacement faces visible and shooting fewer frames per second in some scenes. Except for a stop-motion software called Dragon Frame, he used more or less the same types of tools and techniques he used in Coraline more than a decade earlier. Part of the film was done as cutout animation to make the puppets look more two-dimensional. They were made of tin coated with silicone, inspired by the shadow puppet animation in Harry Potter's and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, and an idea originally intended for Selleck's yet-to-be-made stop-motion film, The Shadow King. Some of Wendell and Wilde was done as silhouette animation, utilizing a combination of physical cutouts and CGI, with CGI used when cutouts were too limiting. On review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes, 81% of 118 critics are positive, with an average rating of 6.9 out of 10. The website's consensus reads, Boasting visual marvels to match its ambitious and inclusive story, Wendell and Wilde is a spooky treat for budding horror fans. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average, assigned the film's uh, 69 out of 100 based on 31 critics, indicating generally favorable reviews. Chase Hutchinson of Collider gave a positive review, saying, When it all comes together, Wendell and Wilde ends up feeling liberated both artistically and thematically, with top work from all involved. Megan Navarro of Bloody Disgusting gave a lukewarm review, however, writing, It's an entertaining, if a bit overstuffed, romp through hell and back with memorable characters and amusingly macabre, or macabre hijinks. Esther Zuckerman, writing for Vanity Fair, said the film is slightly too convoluted with some world-building shortchanged, but it twists and turns into a place of genuine emotion and a rising call to take down the ghouls of the real world rather than the demons of the underworld. The playlist Jason Bailey praised the characters in stop-motion animation, assigning the film a grade of B, but ultimately concluding, if it were a mic tidier, it runs a rather flabby 105 minutes, or more rapidly paced, they might have really had something here. The highs are high, but Selleck struggles to keep its narrative momentum going. And I'm with him. Uh, yes, I, I 100% agree with all this. It's, I think, Metacritic, 69, 70, right there, I think, is, is bang on. It's so close, Scott. It's so close, right? <clears throat> it's It just meanders a little bit, doesn't it? There's there's yeah. one too many there's one too many things. What's great about Coraline is it's so simple, right? You have two characters whose wants and desires and goals are seemingly aligned at first, but then could not be more opposite. And that's very simple. That's the whole movie, right? Right. But here we have Wendell, Wendell and Wilde whose motivations are strange, right? And we're, we don't actually know if we like them or not for the duration of the film, right? We yeah. don't really know what Kat wants. I mean, she wants to see her parents again, but like... Don't we all? Right, like, well... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe half of them. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, and then like, we got, you know, Raul, who's great, love... Raul here, but he's no what's he doing? He's no what's, he's not. He's what's he doing? Like, what's the art thing? It doesn't it doesn't really work. And then you've got the Trump stuff, Family. which is <laughs> which is again funny. But like, I think that this movie could have. If I'm going to cut something, it's probably going to be that. 
and we're just going to write around it. Or have only like, that. <laughs> and, right. And then you got the Ving Rhames stuff. What's going well. on with that? What's going on with it's him? Just, yeah, uh, there's just... There's just too much, and and we get caught up, and it's just I completely agree. You know, it feels like it's like you're 40 minutes in, and you don't even know what the plot is. What's the plot? Yeah, describe the I plot to me. Give me one sentence. I, What's the plot? I, this film is about. It's too long. Like that's why we're gonna. You're spend gonna this whole podcast ones to describe the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I think this is it, right? Like, primary writer on this is Peel adapting a story from Selleck, and it's just. When you come from Coraline, written by Neil Gaiman, amazing, amazing author. And then you get to this. We haven't really seen Selleck's writing before this. We've seen Peel's writing before this. And it has been not good more often than it has been good. Right? And so it's, it's so just... So what does it say? He's, he's a bad influence. Is that what he's, we're saying? Is that the, fi- the final come down, right? My, our, two, yeah. our two cents at the end of this. Yeah. Bad influence. Yeah, it's just coming away from such a strong story, and it's tight. Coraline is just, you know, there's no fat. No no fat. No fat Coke on Coraline. But here, <laughs> right, it's just, it's just I, too much. There's too much. But yeah, and I really, really want to like it. Like, I really, really did, because I was looking forward to it, and it's just, it's stop motion, it's got creepy stuff in it, it's got loads of little freaks. So I like, many freaks. I like little the, freak parade. I like yeah. the purple going on. You know, it's all it's all good, right? But, like, I'm weirdly, and, like, this is going to sound a bit in something, but it, I'm weird, weirdly, Dallin, aren't you glad that we watched Monkey Bone? Because it really feels like it sometimes. Like, it's just tonally and visually all over the place. Yeah, it is. And I don't think a lot of it looks great or impactful either. Especially this, like, in the, where the fuck, wherever we are, in hell or whatever. Like, yeah. this is just downtown again. Yeah. So Literally. Some of, this, some of this looks great, though. Like, some there, there's some, some some wonderful stuff. And I, and I did read, there's a lot more um, CG in this movie than in in previous ones. I didn't like no. I didn't. I it didn't bother me. I didn't like. You know, that, that's that's fine. No, I have no okay. issue with it because no. it's backwards. The, the studio that did it said basically anything that was twenty feet or beyond from the point of the camera is digital in this movie. Okay, so skies, you know, mountains, background details, not not a big deal, right? But yeah, they're 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 you know we talked about so many things in Coraline, just visually stunning. We talked about the clothes we talk about the thread count in the sweaters that took nine months to make or whatever it was three years to make your star sweater right there's there's nothing like that i like i i like a lot of the artistic choices i like keeping the the seams and the faces i think that's cute i think that's fun uh, but then also at the same time i think it makes it feel a little bit cheap at times as well um i don't know yeah i, I just the the details were there especially i noticed with um, the headmaster, yeah, like, he looked like Team America, and I didn't like yeah. that at yeah. all. Like as much as like we we still really appreciate from the other ones of how much effort goes into making stop motion. I just felt like yeah. there's nothing that really stood out like visually, like character designs, like even voice acting or music or plot beats. Just there was just nothing that like really stood out. And like even Wendell and Wild, I kind of just thought they looked a bit shiny. I don't know. Yeah. I just was like. 
I'm it, like, I don't know if there's something. See, this is this is your uh, Americanization of the world, and the, I don't know who Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele are, right? Yeah, I've I have no, like, I I before Get Out, I I couldn't tell you, couldn't tell you what's going on with them too, right? Sure. Yeah. So, like. I just don't even like them. I'm just like... I mean, like, what's what's the equivalent? What's, like, an English comedy duo? Like, Laurie and Fry. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, they're, something, something but they're, like, like worldwide. You know, like... They are, but, like, not them together, as a pair. Maybe. Them as a pair when they were young, not so much, right? Yeah. It's just kind of kind of what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it's, yeah. I, I'm, like... I just... I, like, there's not even a, like... Oh, I like those two together. Yeah. This and that, that makes it better. Like it doesn't really. And like they look shy at the start. Well, they're, their their character designs look really like undercooked. I know, I know. And then like doesn't work. I I just didn't I didn't really get like. Oh no, they look now they look different now. They do look different, yeah. They like when they go from like hell or whatever to like the real. They look- Did they put the cream on themselves? Uh, I don't think but then, so. But then, I know, I didn't think so either. And then, like, it doesn't make any sense because the cream wears off. So, yeah. well, why do they look different then? I just, yeah. I don't know. Because, well, like, one, I don't, I I would assume it's Wendell is thin and then Wild is big. Uh, yeah, one. see, and I was, I was going to bring that up. This this movie kind of commits this, this cardinal sin of we actually don't know who's who know. of the pair. They don't, like... No, and I, I, I also, I was just assuming that just because... He's usually like Wendell's usually on the left and Wild's usually on the right or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm like, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're just it's a boring archetype. Oh, uh, you got one thin friend, you got one fat friend. It's just yeah. like fucking peeing and panic from Hercules. I mean, they are. You know, they they look just like him, right? Which is I just don't a even. Thing. Well, you know, Jordan Peele's he looks more like him than. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And <laughs> especially, on. especially in, in the real world. In the real world, yeah. He, he just yeah, looks so, like him, yeah. So, um, yes, it is Wendell is Keegan-Michael Key and Wild is Jordan Peele. I just didn't think they were that interesting. And I just, I think that there's just no. lots of weird plot points in it where I just, is that, is that, did that end up in a film? <laughs> you know, like, like the hair cream stuff just as a thing in general. Like, weird. fucking over here splooging out things on top of stuff and it's turning them into skeletons. I know, I know. Just what a weird thing to have in a film. Yeah. And all this licensed music as well. Bullshit going on Oh, here. see, I, I, I didn't mind it. Um, pilot, bloody, well, I don't even know what it's called, sec, hot chocolate, like, sexy thing playing. Fuck okay, off. that one, sure, sure, Fuck sure, off. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. God. What That's the hell? It's not, not it's not funny. It's not see, funny. but then, but then, but then you've got like the living color one, the cult of personality when when no, big old fuck off, Mr. Oh. Big Balls. You don't like no, them. I don't like I, it. I don't like ah, it. Come on. There's like there's not there's ones that aren't so bad. I don't know. What, I don't even know what they're called. But there are other the, like like the lesser known proper punk like, ones. Are yeah, familiar. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't mind those ones because I felt the like underground punk. That yeah. that kind of fit who like cat was right yeah. but then like yeah. this cult of personality like who the fuck is this guy who like like who is he i don't even he's, care he's literally just being rames yeah. i know like fucking oh here's the evolution of oogie boogie or whatever yeah just at the end yeah. Yeah. great and then like that plot was wrapped up in two seconds i know i know didn't get it it's didn't get it at all i know yeah. i just I, I i so as much as like stop motion art 
is always going to be amazing. I just, I don't know, I just felt like there was just too much bullshit going on. I just didn't really, yeah. like, yeah. didn't like it. Didn't like yeah. it. No, I, I think you're exactly right. I, I wanted to. I, I, I really, I really like, more than anything, I, I really know. wanted to like it. I know. But, uh, yeah, just, just a little flat. A little flat. Just too bad. Yeah. Just too bad. But, let's get into it. Let's talk about the plot of Wendell and Good luck. Wild. Shall we? I know, I know. <laughs> Broad strokes, maybe. <laughs> Broad strokes. So something All happens. Right. They, they something. do this. Yeah. So we begin here. We uh, we zoom in here on Rustbank Brewery, which is a brewery owned by Cat's uh, family, and this looks great. I love this. This looks like Disneyland. Which. If it's dark and it has lights in the trees, it looks like Disneyland. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, all you that's, mean. that's all you need. But no, you know, it looks like, uh, or it looks like, you know, over in like California Adventure, you know, like over in the corner, you know, that's nice. It's nice. <laughs> you know, over in the corner, yeah. Over the yeah, corner. There's, only one, there's only one corner here. Yeah. Well, it's got like the warehouses and, <laughs> oh, you know, like, like, the, well, like, like over by like, like the airfield like area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Over in the corner. Yeah. Over <laughs> in the corner. Grizzly Peak, park. baby. Grizzly Peak, right? <laughs> uh, so here we are, right? They're uh, they're on the phone. Um, Cat's parents are like, "No, we're not selling the brewery," and that's and that's that. But they're having like a wee little fundraiser here or something. Like, uh, anyway, it looks like a good time. It looks like they're all having fun. Uh, and then they uh, they head on out. They've got Cat. She's she's cute. She's little. She's in the back of the car here, and she's got a big old candy apple. Caramel. Car- 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 big old caramel apple. Car- 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 Grandpappy Dupree. Grandpappy Dupree's caramel <laughs> so she's apples. in the back seat with their big old candy apple. And uh, she goes, uh, it's stormy. They're driving on a bridge. She goes to take a bite, and it's full of worms. Ew. And the worms literally Ew. Like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Why is that happening? Why is that happening? I, I don't know. And I thought it was going to come back. I thought later, when you find out that... The other teacher is also a hell maiden. I thought that she had like acted like those were her demons, and it, she had so summoned the worm demons. No, here, here's me just uh, making the trying to make the film better. Right? See, I was just about to say, here we go, uh, here we go. The classic Jordan Peele because film. It's, we're gonna make it better because it's about like the prison system. Is it is it just like oh a random freak occurrence can ruin your whole life and that's how bad things can get in see. America? Is that something? And then you got your classic your classic Beetlejuice here. Right, where everything's fine. Oh no, you're dead. Right, you're dead. Yeah. You just died. You fought, driven yeah. off a bridge, and you're dead. So yeah, so we've driven off the bridge. They're sinking. They oh, cat, get out of here. Swim up, swim on up. And they're like, I again, you know, we're talking about things that don't work. Why? Why? Like, we'll be right after you. Yeah, then be right after her. Then I know. Like, why are they no, not getting out of the car? There's no reason. They're like, ah, topless. I guess we'll, we'll just go down. It's us. Go down. With the we're ship. gonna die. We're gonna die. Um, and also, they let her at the window. Just open the door. Yeah, she's right there. I'm looking at it right now. I she's got room. Go. Th- so the thing is, the door. Like I've heard about that. It's like the do- the force. You can't open the door properly. So yeah. the window goes down, and that's easier, isn't it? So yeah. or maybe they like. But you can fit out the window. Come on. I could fit through if I had to. <laughs> if I had <laughs> to, I could fit. When I was when I was out backpacking last weekend, I come out um, to get ready to go, and uh, a car had come and parked. Just right next to my door. I'm like four, maybe five inches. I was like, 
are you joking? So I had to do the old go through the passenger side, you know, climb on over. And Scott, man, the sounds that I made trying to get into that driver's seat. Like, <coughs> just could have just could have been, been a voice in the video game. Just record all that and just done all, Play, that, uh, all the pickup lines. Yeah. Nolan North after Uncharted yeah. 4. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? What was that noise? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's what happens to Cat here. She swims out the window and she goes up and then we're in our opening credits here and then her parents have died. And uh, it is sad, but deed. again, Stone just cold doesn't, deed. doesn't make a lot of sense. So we get a bit of a, a bit of a narration here from Cat. She talks about how she's kind of bounced around. I'm bit bad to bit. Yeah, oh. she now she's a bad girl, right? She's bounced around different prison systems, child systems, whatever you want to talk about here. And but then she goes, "My my demons have names," and it doesn't really work because she hasn't met them yet. And I guess Unlike, she's telling the story. What's the deal with them being her demons? Uh, yeah, do we know? I don't think that we do. No. no. And then uh, it's then not we get like this, this next- is. This isn't your, like, Patronus or whatever. Like, yeah. We don't, like... <laughs> We're not going into Harry Potter land. We can't, Scott. We can't start talking about things we... I know, but we that makes know. more sense. <laughs> that makes more sense than this does. Right, like, like what well, about... Have... What about Wendelin Wilde and their personalities ties them to her? What is it? I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, so next we get this cool... Uh, this cool scene where you're kind of talking about with, like, the cutouts. Um... The 2D cutouts here with the ghosts, and they're all on this little... It's a bit... Uh, it's a... This is Halloween ghosts. It's a bit like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we got a whole little song as well. And these are in this little amusement park, but it's Fucking just, uh, downtown just again. It is downtown It's again, literally the same thing. I'm so glad that we watched that. Re... Lazy... Yeah. Lazy Henri. Re... Lazy re- Rehashing his old ideas. I know. I know. It didn't just work in the other right? one. Didn't work in the other one. No. Uh, again, yeah, the roller coaster, the whole thing, right? But I do like this bit with the roller coaster, they just smash into each other. That's the shoes, the shoes, just, the hat, the top. Just bad. The yeah, whole the whole thing, yeah. So, <laughs> they're, they're on an amusement park that's just on, what are we calling this guy? What's his name? Big thing Balls rates. Belzer or something. Big, big, big Balls big Belzer, Balzer, that's right. Big Balls or he it's just on his stomach, which is gross, just, right? Yeah, and I just, I just as much as like it's weird, it's just it's just why look, I don't know. I just look, what's going on? Star Wars had the balls to just call Satan Satan, right? It's just the devil. And I call it like it is. Here? I know. See, this is and this is like us again. Is it just under this boardwalk, or is it do the tunnels go three thousand miles across? Yeah, right? Yeah. Is he not? Is he all of hell, or is this just like the hell for this time? And then also. Also, I'm just going to complain about this briefly, right? We've got this guy, Belzer, which is obviously, you know, just kind of like Beelzebub, but a little bit different. But then there's also Bearzebub. They make the same, like... Twice. He's got a brand. He's got a brand. Yeah. Anyway. I I don't mind the way he looks. I I think he looks fine. No, no. He's all right. And, like... Under a microscope, this, like, there's nothing wrong with this scene. It's fine. It's it's whatever, right? They're getting all hot coffee dumped on them, and it's it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon when you make everyone pay twenty dollars to go to the bathroom, and it's just shh, 
shite across just your whole stuff, just, all over It the just place. reminds me of like little Nicky or something. We're just like, yeah. Oh, now we've seen what it's like above, and now we're going to hell. Oh, big, big tracking shot. Oh, we're going through everything, and it's freezing nice right here. Yeah. Now, um, we need to talk about darling. something, Scott. Are we going to talk about thing. Yeah. We know how much work goes into making a film like this. Right. We talked about this we in talked Coraline, about how much how much planning it takes and the execution and how remarkable Six it is. Six years. Right? And so, to make and one so you know, you know, and this doesn't just apply to stop motion. This applies to m- most films just, that aren't just motion that aren't that aren't pure trash. Right. When you make a movie, you make deliberate decisions. Right. There are happy accidents that happen. That that. Sure, right? But in general, you make conscious decisions for specific reasons. You know, whether that's to further the style or the narrative or the themes, whatever the case is, right? So I'm dying to know. Henry Selleck. Henry. My boy. Henry, right? Why have you made the decision in this film and never in any of your other films? Why is this the one where you have decided to go with the three frames per second slow motion. Why are we doing this? Okay, there's a reason, but I don't know what it is. And it happens, couple, I think, three times. A couple of times, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's abysmal. It looks... It's, it's like so jarring. Darth Vader in the fucking cave coming out of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And so we get our first one here as people are on the little tilt-a-whirl or whatever, and then they go flying off into the distance. And it's like... And they're gone. What is going on with and that? Is that just a mistake? I just, it can't be. Again, like I'm saying, there's no <laughs> way. Like, if he's like, oh, whoops, we only took six photos, they're just going to cut the shot. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Especially when that's happened three times. That's the thing. Once is a mistake. Three times is a conscious decision. See, what, what do you I... Think, yes. Do you think, right, if we... If we emailed him and we're like, Henry, we, we've, we've reviewed all the films. We are huge fans. Of Most of the films of, are great. Three out of the five films. <laughs> okay. But if we had a really specific question about the editing style of this movie, do you think that he would answer? Uh, I do have a fan mail P.O. box. Okay. We're going to... I'm not even joking. Like, I want... I want he, he to know. He lives in uh, Tiburon, California. Ooh. Shark. I know. Shark, California. I know. I, know. I want to know. I want <laughs> to know the answer. Like, it's not going to be good enough because the decision shouldn't have been made because it looks awful, but I want to know why this oh, decision that's like, was made. That's like north of San Francisco. I got to know. For him. Uh, don't worry. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll send... You have to send a letter, but we'll... I'll write it. Yeah, I'll write it by hand. I'll I'll write like I'm a child and, and be like, get, Henry, get, get, I'm get seven. Little, get your little uh, candle wax and your your little yeah. press thing. Yeah, You'll enjoy that. He probably loves yeah. letters like that. He probably, yeah. He loves what I what I was what I thought you were gonna say was why have you made a whole plot out of cum gurgling? Like why? <laughs> like why? Why is why is just <laughs> bloody Jack Black swollen the gravy part of your? <laughs> here <laughs> why like why is that in the yeah. film at all and why is it continually in the film 
Well, I, I, know. Know. <laughs> I wasn't just here. <laughs> Do you know that that you know that it looks like jizz? Like it does. Trevor yeah. and Demon make Souls. It like, make it look like toothpaste, Henry. Make it like make it red yeah. white. Remember the Demon Souls? It was like it was like magic slime or something, but it was just yeah. like big dollop like jizz. Yeah. <laughs> Chunk, big chunky, chunky gum. So, so here we meet Wendell and Wild, and they are just little microscopic <laughs> little freaks. Shite. And they have been one what was tall, one what was small. One what was tall, one what was not. And they're out. They're working on on Buffalo Bezel's scalp because he's balding and he doesn't want to go bald. And so their job is to make sure he doesn't go bald. bald. He's a baldy. By jerking a little cream. What is this? Working a little... Like, you know, working a little cream onto the pores of his head, right? Little little farts coming out and shitting it out. Right. With their fucking worm dog... Whatever the fuck this is. Worm dog freak. Yeah. uh, That's a James and the Giant Peach thing. Is it just to kind of... Like, again, trying to make it feel better. Is it just like, here's the mundanity of what you have to do in prison. This is just like... Maybe. You're just putting hairs in a giant's... You know, it's a, it's a metaphor for... What are they, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, you know, I like Maybe. the aesthetic of them wearing the little, like... Oh, the we're, prison, yeah. we're the little 1930s prisoners. We're out by the side of the road. Oh, right. Hitting yeah, rocks. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hitting rocks outside. I was thinking of Robin Hood at the end. When they're... Uh, and the king and the snake. Or, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sure, sitting yeah. there. He's got his own little snake outfit, especially nothing. for him. Yeah, doing. I know it's good. It's good that they did that. Yeah. So yeah, here we are, and they're doing this because uh, they have been found guilty of treason, and the reason they have been found guilty of treason is because they wanted to make a better theme park than the old one that was on on what? <laughs> Belzer. Bubs, Bubs. <laughs> Bubsy Gubsy's tummy. There, it, it's. Um, we, we didn't say that it was a good plot. We just said it was. No, it was, it was a plot. It was just right. there, yeah. And so, yeah. So Wild here is blah, 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 with hair cream, blah, right? blah, 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 blah. and he's like, and he's like, why are you, why are you drink, why are you, why are you eat the cream? He's because like, it tickles my tummy, and then and then Wendell has some, and it tickles his tummy as well, and they have a little argument down here. Um, I don't know, man. It's fine. Then, then, then they're tripping. They're, <laughs> then they're tripping balls, and then they see. Do they see cat here? I think they do. There's someone yes, in our visions who will help. They do. Us. They look up and they see, and they see cat, and uh, and then we see cat, and she's continuing to narrate. And now she's out of prison, but she's going to this all girls Catholic school, fucking last chance university or whatever they're gonna call it, right? Um, and uh, here we go. She's all. She's in her punk phase. It's and a weird then, place because it doesn't seem too bad, does it? It, it actually like that's nah, all right. Yeah, you see it, and it's supposed to be like, oh no, she's going to prison again, and she actually has like a lot of people like, that like her, and, right? Like, and and most of the girls are there, not like they're not. It's like like a reform school or something like that. They're just it's they're just, just school. They're just yeah, it's just normal. And there's yeah. fucking four of them. Yeah. And that's um, but the the school, uh, which is called RBC, which is funny because that's the Royal Bank of Canada. Um, that's all I kept thinking about when they kept saying it. Uh, oh. Is back in her hometown of fucking whatever it was, Rusty Rusty Balls. Lister, Listerine Falls, and uh, 
so they go back across the bridge where her parents drove off 10 years prior. Guess what? Hasn't been fixed. Uh, and Lazy. then we get our, then we <laughs> get our second uh, three frames per second uh, stutter shot here. As we go across the bridge. Don't you get it? It's traumatic. Well, it would be if this was the only time, but then... Why is it used in the other spot? It's know. art, Dallin. <laughs> it's art. <laughs> and Henri Selic is an artist. Don't he you is, understand? I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt don't it. But I don't get it. Don't you I understand? Don't get it. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, you fail to understand that he is an artist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the lady driving the prison bus here, she's great. Love her. Big fan of her. Fucking doesn't uh, come back though, does she? She doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> Um, but, but we're going to talk about representation in this film, which if this film does one thing really well, it's representation. We've got just loads of stuff, right? Obviously our core cast of characters, black actors, black characters. Um, we've got our, our first nations character here driving the bus. And then later on, we're going to get, uh, a core member of the cast, which is a trans character played by a trans actor. And, which one? I'm st- Which character? Yeah. Or oh, uh, Raul. Okay, okay. I thought, I thought that, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't yeah, like yeah. to assume. So. Oh yeah. sure. You well, can, it's not assumed. They specifically. They you very show- specifically. <laughs> they they couldn't be more clear about it. When his mom's like, "Don't you know I have a son at home to take care of?" And she says, "No, a son. Remember." I wasn't she listening. says, "I wasn't listening." <laughs> wasn't listening. <laughs> and then, and then when they're looking at a picture, they're looking at a picture of the three girls at the school, and then Rose there as well. But before his transition, and right, I, uh, I must have just, I, I think you, what, what I did was I missed it, and then I just thought it was like the, you know, like a, a woman sometimes can play like a young boy in a thing. So I, okay, just, I, sure. assume, I assumed it was just that. I, I, I okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's very like it is not hinted it is very clear and i and i love that like i'm actually struggling to think of like uh another like i mean it's not yeah sure it's a major film i think it's a major film you know two yeah. two major creators and it's it's pretty rare to have a character you know like the whole disney thing where they you know, it's in the background or they hint at it or two whatever. seconds oh, of the, a lesbian kissing yeah like whatever <laughs> no no this character is very out very trans and we're going to talk about it several times. But also what I love is we off screen, we see we or we assume that people are reacting poorly to it. But everybody within the universe is really accepting of Raul. And one of the friends messes up and calls him his dead name. And she goes, oh, sorry. Like, I'm like, ugh, I forgot. Sorry. Like, I'm trying. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I completely like, missed all he's, this. He's missed, he's missed <laughs> literally the, the, the actual I, best part of the whole actually, movie. That's not so good. I just, I never, I wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he's missed the whole thing. This is thinking about something else. <laughs> thinking, about, thinking about something better. <laughs> what was that? What was that? He's like, sorry, I was, I was thinking about something else. <laughs> What is that? I can't think of what it is. Uh, Pretty good. I don't know. It's something about Michael Sarah. I don't know. So awful. So I gotta awful. look it up. I gotta look it up. I know what you mean. I felt like I was channeling that from somewhere. Like I didn't make. I didn't make that up. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, we get to the we get to the uh, it's a Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's a, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, it was Drax. I was thinking yeah. about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we get to the school here. Uh, oh, for oh, we see no. First, importantly, we see oh, fucking another plot point. The brewery's burnt down. Not the brewery. The, br- the brewery. <laughs> the brewery's burnt down. The brewery's burnt down. The brewery <laughs> has burnt down, and Cat didn't know about it. And the lady driving the bus is like, "Oh yeah, it was like a big deal." And like, just every time you say died. driving the and- bus, all I can think of is Kramer. <laughs> I like there's like I can't remember there's an episode of Seinfeld where he's doing a story and some like I, I can't remember some somebody comes on and like shoots the bus driver or something right and he know. like a, like a, he's trying to hijack the bus and Kramer like gets him off but the bus driver is obviously unconscious and then there's a where he goes and then I'm driving the bus and he's doing all the actions <laughs> like he's like pulling the thing and it's like Classic Kramer, Kramer just shite, stop yeah. the bus just stop <laughs> it you don't need to do all the stops <laughs> oh dear so no, they're I'm driving, driving the through they're driving through Rust Bank and she sees everything's just closed the cinema has up on the sign says that's all folks and it's like can they say that like Spider Verse, can you say that legally? Is he allowed to say Bugs, that? Bugs Bunny, you see. Are they allowed to say that's all? Folks? They, they, they drive they, over. They, they drive over a little ice puddle. This looks amazing. This Sorry, looks that did that did look good. I just want to correct yes. myself for all the all the ardent uh, Warner Brothers fans at home that that was like I, it's Percy Pig. It's not Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Porky Pig. Sorry, boss. Sorry, Percy I'm telling you. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Like, That's too many mistakes. He, like, hasn't, you know he hasn't noticed the trans character. He, he thinks Bugs Bunny says that's all, folks. But then it's Percy. Because yeah, I did. I literally did. That's all, folks. It's actually Captain from Tiny Toon Adventures. Lemmy has the the button. That's one for the oh, blooper yeah. reel. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Scott, we're only nine minutes into this film. Uh, so, okay. So we drop her off. Uh, they drive past the old house, drop her off at the school. Um, we do see Raul kind of planning out his little art project here for a second, but we're not really sure about what it is or why he's doing it. Um, and yeah, so Cat pulls up. Rust Bank Catholic School. Bus driver says, I promised them that you'd behave. She goes, well, I didn't promise them. And she goes, oh, just just try. Try your best. She looks sweet. She's, you know, she looks like one of those people that is like, you know, she's, she's doing the social work because she genuinely thinks it's helping people, which is nice, right? Anyway, so she drops yes. off. Gives her, gives her her dad's old boom box, which is cool. It's got the big eyeball, right? <clears throat> which reminds me of, like, in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater in the original the Burnside Skate Park in Portland. Got the uh, big eye, never soft eyeball in the bowl. That's good. No, you know that. all about that, though. I was saying that, I know. Uh, in, uh, in the third Frog Detective game, uh, oh. you can drive a scooter, and then at the end, when you beat it all, there's a hidden game, and then they make a little joke like, we're not talented enough, so we outsource this to another developer. It's all like, Frog Detective Skating! And the menu's like all like, flashy. That's good. And then you can just do a little skate park uh, scooter. That's all you had to tell thing. me, now I'm playing it. Yeah. Now I'm playing it. You have to go around and collect all the little magnifying glasses. And you're, you can you do little tricks, you can like jump, the, you can ride the rails down, you can do, you can do everything. 
I love it. There you go. I just saw that the whole, like, they just combined it all into one on Game Pass. Yep. I don't know if it was separate before, but it's all one now. They so were, yeah. They were. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Anyway, so here outside, we meet three girls from the school. We've got Sloane, and we've got Siobhan, and we've got Sweetie. And I couldn't tell you which <laughs> ones are which. Sweetie. Right? That's my favorite one. But, again, we're talking about representation here, right? We've got one that has a white parent and a black parent. We've got one that's Asian, and we've got one that's Indian. And great, right? Yeah. Hardly a, hardly a white character in this film. You <laughs> didn't miss that part. I, watched, I was watching... No. That, I was watching close enough. He looked up. He looked, oh. <laughs> looked up. Looked up for five seconds. Oh, yeah, that's Got good. It. Look back down again. So they're they're all they're calling her KK and she hates it and they're cute and they're fun and whatever. Right? I kind of like that she they you kind of think they're going to be like the bitchy girls. Bad, yeah, but they're not. They're no, actually all they are. They just want to be your friends, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're quite good. Um, and then uh, Raul's looking from up above here, and her brick falls down, and Cat kind of sees the future. And I don't know if she, the point is she she attempts to murder <laughs> Siobhan here or something. But anyway, she pushes her, and then the brick doesn't hit her, and then the girls are like, oh, she saved her life, and they love her forever because of it, and she's not having it, right? Uh, so in the school, here we go. Uh, we meet our headmaster. Uh, it's played by James Hong, who's hilarious and amazing in everything that he's ever been in ever since the dawn of time, and I love him. Uh, he plays Father Bests, and he's got his little desk treadmill here, which is, you know, it's funny. It's funny because it's just like real life, you know? You do that, don't you? Uh, I don't have a treadmill, but I do have the... You've seen it. The one the one what goes up. one what goes up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never forget never forget me doing a podcast. You go, why are you standing? What, 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 what are you doing? Why are you standing? I'm like, I think you're too big for your britches now, do you? It's tired of tired sitting and shitting, baby. That's that's me. Um, anyway, we're going to... It's gonna, 94. I know, I know. Fucking hell. Look at his filmography, though, man. Everything. Every movie ever. Airplane? Lots. Wayne's World 2? So... Mulan? We get a cool, fun scene here of... Yeah, he plays the the, the weenie guy. Mulan doesn't... The weenie guy. Yeah. Uh, so we get this little bit here of Cat kind of alter her uniform, make herself look hardcore because, you know, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore, as we all know. Uh, and then she heads down to class. She's got her big old boom box and she's just doing her own thing, which I appreciate. I really enjoy that. She's walking in. She's got the big shoes on. That's it. You, you love the big shoes, don't you? <laughs> I love it. I love it. She's taller than everyone. She can see, she can see she's above got- everyone. She's got enough belts on those shoes to make Tetsuya Nomura blush. I know, I was going to say, a whole, <laughs> like, she can, she can cut them it off and make a whole Final Fantasy game. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. So she goes into class here and she meets Raul. Um, and uh, then we get this weird bit with... Uh, is he the janitor? I don't know. We see him outside. Fucking... Beat. Like... I'm gonna say something. I don't know if it's on, but fucking Raymond over here, like <laughs> it's not. He's got feet. He's got feet, but he has no legs. Doesn't make any. Why is he well, on yeah. that? That's weird. I know. It's a choice, isn't it? That's it's choice. Fine. And it's That's like fine. they're bare feet. That's like they are bare feet. Yeah. I just, I just don't get. I, I, I understand that he is 
you know, he's a disabled man. But why have you got little bare feet there? Yeah, he is like. Rainbow. I think Henry Selig is the one that's not being on. Probably. Well, we saw that a couple weeks ago. Uh, so in class oh, here, we've got... only disabled character in the film. Oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. We're going to make him normal? No, we're going to make him a freak. Well, that's what we're going to do. Make him an absolute freak. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, so we've got a bit here in class. We're learning about an octopus. And you get it. Do you get it? Scott, octopus is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for cat because it's adaptable. Great. Yeah. That's Great. art. <laughs> I, like, I like an octopus. Does he come back? No. No. <laughs> No, so we get this scene where things kind of freak out, and then Cat gets branded with a big old, just a big old toothy tattoo on her hand, uh, and Sister Helly, who's the teacher, uh, notices it and tells her not to tell anybody, keep it their secret, uh, which is suspicious and a bit strange. Uh, in the class, they're all trying to figure out what happened. And then down there in the old hell nostrils, right, the boys are talking about their amusement park, and then we kind of this is where we learn why they're why they're in prison for treason. They're eating goop. Wild sticking gross. his tongue up of Wendell's nostrils. It's gross here, isn't it? You know, it's just just, just 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 sharting and farting and sharting and farting, shooting and putting and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imogene poots. Yeah. Have you seen speaking of Raymond? By the way. Have you, seen, no. have you seen that he's in that he's in this anime? I don't know what it's called, but he's like an he's in an alcoholic or something. Yeah, some I, I can't remember what it's called. It's I think Ari Aster might be might have been involved with it. It's on Netflix. You continue and I'll look that up. All right, all right, uh, all right. And so now we kind of get an introduction to the Trump situation here, and these are people who uh, they want to build a prison. Um, because prisons are profitable and they want to build a prison right in the middle of town and so all of rust falls is that what it's called rust falls would have to be demolished and they're trying to get we love we love a we love a council don't we we love a council vote plot in a film i know i do and they can't get the votes from council because <laughs> Don, agree with you the council does <laughs> <laughs> agree with you the council does um they can't get the council votes because council is shockingly not in favor of demolishing the town. But if all the old old bastards were alive, then they would have been okay with it. Uh, I didn't mean Ari Aster. I meant Adi Shankar is what I... Uh, oh, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, and it's called Captain Laser Hawk, a Blood Dragon remix. Which okay. I would assume all I know is about like, Blood Dragon is the Far Cry. Thing. Yeah, this is, I guess, based on Far Cry Blood Dragon. And okay. uh, Rayman appears in it. Uh, voiced by David Menken. Going. Woohoo! <laughs> an alien from a parallel world of Dimension X who becomes an Eden Newcaster, a media personality, based on the eponymous character from the series that you know. Apparently he's an alcoholic or something. Which is cool. kind of funny. It's never, it's never like Dimension J, is it? No, it's not. Too boring. Too boring. Where are you from? Dimension S. Uh, Pagan Mids also in it, so that's good. All right, there you go, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so the Trumps here are talking with the uh, <laughs> headmaster, and he's in favor of them because they'll pay, they'll bribe him to to so that he can support the school. Um, are they husband and wife? Are they? 
I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Are they the mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. mom of the girl? Yeah, of the the one, Siobhan. I I think it's Siobhan. I'm just gonna commit to that. It's Siobhan. Uh, but then they just commit murder on the golf course. They just take a take a nine iron and just. I was kind of into that. I was kind of into that. I was like, "Oh, they're just big murder. into murder." Yeah, they've ganked him. Yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah, didn't I? Uh, didn't think you had it in you. Yeah, uh, and then chuck his body in the lake. They're all drowning is so peaceful. They see say. ya. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's so, like going home. Yeah, it is like going home, right? Uh, and then <laughs> yeah. here we get a little bit with. I lied. He said it was <laughs> excruciating. <laughs> yeah, I lied. Uh, Tangerine. Uh, so that back over at uh, Raul's house now, we see that uh, his mom is a paralegal and they're struggling to pay the bills. And she's trying to solve this case. This is not what a paralegal does, by the way. Uh, she's trying to solve the case of the brewery fire. Um, she believes that it was arson and is sure that the Trumps did it, but doesn't have any witnesses or evidence. Arson uh, by... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. Let's <laughs> finish, finish the plot. Oh, done. Uh, this is where this is where we get the bit where I was telling you about where she's talking with her boss. Oh, her boss fires her. Is what the thing is, and he goes, "Don't you know I have a son to support?" No. My son, remember? Hmm. Right. Hmm. Scott didn't watch this scene. I didn't watch it, yeah. So, I got so, up, I got up to make myself some sandwich or something. For the next 80 minutes. Boring. So Raul, <laughs> Raul goes up and he's spray painting he's spray painting the uh the roofs of the town. And we get another good song here. One of the good licensed ones. Um and uh yeah, cool bit. And then we go back to Cat. And uh She's having some flashbacks to the night that her parents died. Uh, and then she falls into a little vision where she speaks with Wendelin Wilde. And they say that she is their hell maiden. Because uh, she's been branded now, right? And that they need her to uh, summon them up to the real world. And she goes, what's in it for me? And they say, well, bring your parents back. But they're very aware that they can't bring the parents back. But they just lie and say they're going to do it anyway. Again, it's your classic Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah. They're the undead. She's after something. Classics. Yeah. yeah. Classics, right? Uh, but they tell her that she needs the the Beelzebub or whatever it is. Um, Beelzebub, something like that. Mm, mm, uh, mm. And yes. that they she needs the bear for the summoning ritual. So she goes, she knows that it's in uh, Miss Helly's, Sister Helly's office. So she goes and steal it. Uh, and then uh, Rayman is there. He's he's writing on the board. He's oh, God's sake. <laughs> he's just he's, to clarify. Yeah. What I meant was the way that they've portrayed him is like Rayman. Like honestly, who's, God. Who's, yes. What are they? What are they? Like I just I yes. I don't. His get extremities it. are not attached to his body. Yeah, yes. his feet are on the wheelchair. But his legs aren't there. I just... I, yes, what, there is, what there is a space. There is a space What have they between. done that for? Like, oh his, his, hands are, his hands are attached, though. So. I know. Um, Don't. Anyway, but if, if, you think, if you think I'm not calling him Rayman for the rest of the film... What are they... Like, why you, have they done you've that? You've done this. You've like, done what this. was the choice? What was the choice there? Uh, so he kind of sees Cat take the, the Hellbear out. Uh, and then we get another bit here. 
uh, with uh, Bells Belzer, right? Oh, this is and uh, they're up, they're up scraping the scalp, and then this is where the boys discover that the Kareem has the power to bring back the dead. <clears throat> As you do, yes, and so not only do they decide that oh they can actually keep their promise to cat, but they can go up and they can get super rich by taking advantage of people who want to bring back the dead, use the cream, and then they can raise the money to build their little amusement park. Right, And then we get some more, you know, you're talking about your little guzzling here. There's some more guzzling. Come guzzlers, both of them. They are. They are. Uh, and then, meanwhile, up above, the next day, we've got the funeral for Father Bests, uh, and everyone's fine. Uh, I also didn't mention, uh, we've also got that little goat, and that goat is great. Did you see the goat? At yes, any point? yes, I saw the goat. Okay, yeah, okay, so. okay. He saw the goat. I love the goat. Love the little goat. Just don't really uh, get it. I don't really. Uh, I don't either. But just whatever. Okay. Just there. whatever. At least it's, it's silent. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Seen but it's not, not like heard. Thor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes a couple wee way. sounds, and then that's it. That's uh, and then Cat uh, goes and she grabs Raoul and says, "Hey, I need a witness for this uh, demon summoning thing that I'm about to do. Why don't you come with me? And we're going to go summon these demons, and then we're going to become pals." Uh, the boys uh, down in hell are ready to go. And uh, she summons them up, and then we get this little uh, Metroidvania thing as they go up in the costume paths. A little Steam World uh, dig coming up. Up we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It also reminds me of, like, uh, in the Sonic cartoon, one of the two in the 90s, he would he would go, like, underground, and he would, like, zoom out, and you would see him, like, go through little donut holes and stuff. What I think that they've actually stolen it from is the superior stop-motion film, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, where... Uh, Could be. There's there's a little bit where you know where they're they're little they're little animals, right? You haven't seen this probably. I haven't. Who's very, who's 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 made? Oh, that's where, that's what's his Anderson. face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's, so it's perfect, right? What's his balls? Yeah. George Clooney, got him. Uh, Jason Schwartzman, got him. And just, so, just yeah, yeah. That applies to most. So they're like <laughs> most just, Wes Anderson. Films. There's always just a little bit where they're like, run, and then it's like. Uh, <laughs> like, they're a little, little sideways view, and they're just running like vertically as well <laughs> up the tunnel, which is really, really cute. Um, really like it. <laughs> um, so they go summon cat summons the demons, but they kind of end up in a different spot, and she doesn't see them. Uh, and so the demons are uh, up in the world, and like you said, they kind of look a little bit different here. Um, and they use the cream. I just don't get it. Like, is it, honestly, is it a little Nicky reference that uh, Jordan Peele's one looks like he got hit in the face with a shovel? Is that, is that, because because that actually is a plot point in that film. It is, I don't know. Because his face is very flat. Like It is. Only in, only in downtown, though. Only in downtown. When they come out, he just looks like Jordan Peele. Yeah, he does. And they're wearing their little, like, Undertaker costumes. Yeah, yeah. They look look alright. They look interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they go and they they uh, resurrect the headmaster here. His head's now halfway down his body here, and uh, they give him a little makeover here, and he loves it. He's he's big into it. And one of the one of the funny parts of the film is everyone else thinks he looks like just pure shite, but he loves it. Uh, I think he, he, like to be fair, I didn't think he looked that much different from the, the live one. So no, no, he just little red makeup. But again, I do have to say, as much as I like 
a lot of the character designs and art style in this, he stands out as looking much more puppety than everybody else. And it's a bit strange. Poopity. Poopity, yes. Hmm. So, uh, up we go here. We've got Sister Helly. She says that, uh, oh no, she hasn't revealed her, she hasn't revealed herself yet here. Um, she finds Raul and, uh, and Kat takes them back to the school. Um, what happens next? Oh, next, it's the next day at school and the headmaster's there and I was like, oh, he's alive. That's, that's not a normal, that's not a normal thing. And, you know, <laughs> people don't come back from the dead. It makes me think nope. of like in Stranger Things and like how, how they being like, oh, welcome back, Will. Like, the police, no. the police saw your corpse. Yeah. It was very dead. Yeah. Same situation. Same situation. And it, it looks like you were at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> you were there. The yeah. body was in the coffin. It was. Full of fluff. Um, full of jizz. I, <laughs> <laughs> what's the... What's the oh, once you go into the morticians, you never know what he's putting in there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That is, that is oh! actually, Dallin, that's actually true. You don't know what's that's, going in there. That's true. Because that he's checking. True. No one's true. No one's checking. No one's checking. Uh, so the head, the headmaster calls the Trumps here and says, "Hey, you know, I'm back." <laughs> you, you're right. And like, it's unashamedly him, isn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah. Except yeah. he's black. Yeah. <laughs> See, they've done, a, they've, um, done a, they've changed it just just enough. Just <laughs> that's enough. for the adults just at home enough. watching. That's like, oh, yeah, yeah we know what they what it means. The kids don't know that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so then, down in the uh, in the basement here, we have a little confrontation with Sister Helly and Rayman, and we see that he's got all these demons like in jars against the wall, and he has this weird thing where he won't go to shoot elastics at Sister Helly. She catches him and shoots him back. That's really strange. That was a kind of. I was impressed the way they did that. <laughs> like it did I, look I, very good. It looked, yeah. it looked good. It looked complicated. <laughs> um, yeah, it did. I like that, but I don't really, I didn't really get it. <laughs> what are you doing yeah. that for? Again, making uh, this character a freak. So, Cat and Raul get detention. So, I gotta go write lines in the in the drawing room here. We got the <laughs> the penguins they call them because these old little these old little the old Bart Simpson. <laughs> These yeah. two, these two fucking cunts here. They're I know. the design on them is good. I, I like it. It is good. That's some they're classic weird, freak they? show shite. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing lines. Uh, the penguins fall asleep and they Dude, sneak doing out the lines, window. If you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Just chalky. Oh, where'd you get the chalk yeah. from? Oh, I was just doing lines. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so. The Trumps go, they, they're like, uh, I'm pretty sure we killed the headmaster, but then boom, he's there and he says, hey, I've got a way that you can get all your council votes. We can resurrect all the old all the old council people. All the old cunts and racists from back in the Literally. Place. That's li yeah. like, they're not saying it, but like, yeah. there's one what's wearing like a civil war. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, if if we were to resurrect people from a hundred years ago, they would all agree that slavery should come back. It's, it's kind of hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so when the wild say, "Yeah, we'll bring him back," and they say, "You can't resurrect anybody else. Nobody else in the whole graveyard. You can't do anybody else." And they say, "Okay." Um, but then they go and they get off their tits on the cream, uh, 
And then Raul takes the cream, uh, and he goes to resurrect Kat's parents. And this she's is where sexy thing plays. And we uh, see them. Is we it? see when? No, yeah. that was earlier, wasn't it? That was earlier when they were doing the makeup on the. Is that no? But just on the right now when they resurrect. No, it's is not. No, it's when they resurrect the, the all the things, and because they're because they're going to the. They're going to like their hearse and they're pulling out all the little drawers and there's eyeballs and like oh maybe stuff in it and Might they're dressing right. them they're dressing them up they're like it's just because it's a bit longer isn't it and they're going through yeah. putting they're like the guy from Toy Story who redoes Woody you know and he's like all the yeah. little things in his little drawers you know and, like painting them and everything it's like that because so you get a bit of an insight that those two are uh, actually they they are like morticians they're like. They're, yeah, or like, or they, artists like, they or like, something. Yeah. They fix up dead bodies, but why? Yeah. But why? They're like clearly uh, in hell. I've just gone. So it, the sexy thing is the headmasters during this uh, bit. It's actually an original song. Uh, you've got vindication. You've been vindicated. Yeah, the, the original song in this scene when when all the dinkos and mckinkos come back to life here. Uh, so yeah, Raul resurrects the parents. I apologize. Um, you're okay. It's fine. It's not. It's not often uh, wrong. So, it's true. Very rare. <laughs> very very rare. Cat uh, uh, is walking past her place here, uh, and she sees that her parents are in the basement. She goes down, and it is quite sweet. It's a nice little moment here, and we're, we're glad that they haven't decayed beyond what they have <laughs> at this point. Otherwise, it would be unsettling. See, uh, I have you seen? Probably not. The Corpse Bride. I've seen bits of the corpse bride. So there's a bit like when they bring all of like they go they go to like quote unquote hell and then down there yeah. it's like all the skeletons but it's actually like a bit of a laugh down there they're all having a good time and then uh, they bring yeah, them yeah. back up to reality and it's gonna be like oh no we're all scared of the dead pe- they're gonna they're gonna be scary and then it's just like oh oh Winifred is that you and it's all yeah. like the wives and everything that have passed away and it's actually really nice when they get to like be reunited with them whereas I like see. I didn't really feel like I don't know I don't know if I felt it that much here yeah I felt like it was it maybe done better there I'm with you it doesn't land very well I, I agree I, they're not the mom and dad are very ineffectual or something in the film I just I don't know I feel like awesome. it's Kat's reaction that is pretty flat like it's yeah I think because it's like there's a little bit of like they're scared she, or like she's she's like freaked out and I actually don't think they look that bad they look no they don't look horrifying they're just grey right um, yeah, yeah and with some spots <laughs> yeah just I don't know just wasn't wasn't hitting it for me this bit yeah no I, I 100% agree uh, so Raul's been locked up in the graveyard behind this little grate and the the horse is guarding them um Cat comes back. She's been ordered to go get falafel for everybody. She comes back, stages her own death. I like that little uh, falafel guy. I like him. Yeah, I will use great. He's like, he? yeah. like, take the whole, take the whole thing, take the whole hot take sauce. the whole bottle. It's yeah. That's we it. love, it, we love a, we love a character who has a, you know, a restaurant or a bodega, <laughs> or something <laughs> where they're well known, don't we? There's a, like, there's a good bet. Short there. shorthand for kind to others. Kind of and respectful, yeah. 
usually a minority as well. So the, this is 100%, the, the yeah. Disney version where it's like, we're going to put a person of color in this kind of rule, but we're not going to make them the main character, right? That's, <laughs> that's right, that's right. We've got, we've got Peter Parker with, like, uh, yeah. Del Mars, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. All these, all these places, yeah. In the game, Detroit Become Human, the classic Oh, title. classic, yeah. When yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Krabs and Connor go to... They're they're on the <laughs> break or whatever. Like, they're like what? they go down. <laughs> Bride, Clancy Bride and Connor. They they're on the break or whatever. They go down to get a hot dog and he's like, he's like nothing like a hot dog, you know, after a hard day at work or whatever. And he's like, thanks Pedro or whatever. You know, it's it's always it's always somebody there. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy those little bits. Yeah. It is good. It is good. Kind. There's also something that I the kind food. There vendor. must be. There's there's something about food, isn't there? There's such an emotional. So there's something about it. There's something <laughs> something. like 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 when you see like when you see George Lucas by himself, it's fine. When you see George Lucas having a sad Same. Panda Express at the mall by himself, very sad. Right. Food <laughs> heightens all the emotions. Fuck no! Fuck no! I think he's. I think he's. It's great. But he's having a Burger King on his own. And he's Burger uh, King. Yeah. He's got the, uh, like, the special edition, like, Spider-Man cup or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so special, special white sauce on his burger in the shape yeah. of a web. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Or, you know, like, in a movie, if there's, like, you know, if there's, like, a, a fight, like, over dinner and, like, food gets spilt or whatever, it's sadder when the when food is a casualty of a... It's just... It's true. Like, it's a, again... It's, the second time in not too many weeks when I've mentioned the guy, the big guy on Lilo and Stitch who drops his ice cream. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely. Sad, isn't it? And that happens, <sighs> that happens all the time for him. It does. That's just that. That is that is his trait, his singular doesn't trait. Doesn't have much yeah. luck. Yeah. Uh, so now we're over here at uh, town council because that's what we want. Um, we're over here at town council, and they Episode are unanimous one. against the Trumps taking over. But then all these, these you know, racist zombies, villain. literal zom- racist zombies come in, and uh, Raul's mom looks at the thing, and she goes, oh, yeah, it says every every living council member is allowed to vote. And you're like, you so quickly, you like... You didn't go, does this apply to zombies? Does it apply They're to clearly the undead? Dead. They're right. clearly skeletons. Like, and then there is a very funny bit here where there's a doctor and he goes, in my medical opinion, they are indeed alive. And the falafel guy goes, you're a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you're literally just a foot guy. And he goes, podiatrists are like trained medical professionals. <laughs> It's pretty funny. No, I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm gonna stop the doctor slander right here. And now. That's what I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop it. As someone who have, will have to experience this for the rest of his life, you stop it. He's just a foot guy. He's just a foot guy. Just a foot guy. Everybody. Just a foot guy. So yeah, they vote, and uh, six to five, town council approves that the entire town can just be smashed to make room for this new maximum security prison. Um, meanwhile, there's a conversation that we skipped where Cat uh, is talking to Siobhan about, "Hey, prisons are actually like quite shite, and I've been in one of your parents' prisons, uh, and if you think it's nice, you're dreaming, pal. You're dreaming." And Get so to fuck. 
Exactly, exactly. So in this next scene, Siobhan goes to her parents and she kind of confronts them about it. And they're, of course, good very honor. dismissive. Good honor. Yeah, yeah. We like her. She's good. Shocking. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, so they're like, Oh, we're gonna like have this big ceremony because the thing is like we want to see you. Want you? We want to see you there, Siobhan. And she goes, "Oh, I'll fucking be there. I'll be there. You can count I'll on be it. There. Something like something like that, right? Is this Rayman? Is that who you're right? No, Siobhan. Oh, Siobhan will be there. <laughs> the daughter. <laughs> the daughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, what happens here? Oh, we get this bit here. So Sister Helly has gone down to Rayman, and she's gone, Hey, I'm also Hellmaiden. I want you to do this, like, binding ceremony where blood ritual, we get bound together and shite. And then Cat sees a load of... This is, this is where it loses me. Like, I've held on. We see a load of visions, and this is supposed to be, like, our big, triumphant, you know, main main character accepts her, her accepts her past and her and her yeah. role and all this stuff and it's just it falls so flat man it's just not yeah. good not good very boring so we're just gonna fast forward that right uh so she she learns to harness the power of of seeing the future here um and then uh meanwhile down in just hell uh bell bells bellzor has realized that his his little demon sons, by the way, they're his sons. I don't think we can talk about his that. Have escaped. I know. I know. Where did that come from? And oh. he's and he's gonna he's gonna go on up and save them, right? And so uh, he comes up. He bursts out of a big old hole in the ground, and then it's like a big old anime thing here. He comes up. And uh, this is where we get our cult of personality song, which I enjoyed. You did not. That's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. Oh, we don't have to agree on everything. I think. I think it's just a banger. And so maybe I just enjoyed. Oh, I haven't heard the song in ages. <laughs> that was no, that was, was it. Like, Shut your gob. Shut God, imagine if it. Imagine if it was face. take on me. <laughs> that would, that would be great. <laughs> or I need a hero. We'll hold out for hero. Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't give them any ideas. I know. <laughs> take go take it back and edit it again. I love I love that both of those songs are overplayed in films, and then both of them were in Super Mario as well. Still liked it though. That's still good. Still good. Still got, good. Got away with it. Yeah. Barely. Fucking barely. Barely, man. <laughs> uh, once once we learned that the entire that the take on me actually had been scored. And then they took out the score to put the licensed song in. Yeah. That's that's a that's a sin. That's a sin. Straight straight to jail. Straight to jail for that man. Um, no life so he, parole. Here comes Beelzebub. He bursts out of the ground and he goes, "My boys, my boys. Why, why? I'm not some shite. It's, this is resolved so fast." All his all his children have left and never came back. Why didn't they come back? Because fucking Rayman captured them all in jars exactly. and held them hostage. See, he's awful. He's he is he is a, a piece of work, man. Oh. And he goes, look, he goes, I'll give you all of the the demon spawn jar hell children if you just my go back to hell. My favorite part of the film. Yes. And uh, he's trying to act like he's all hardcore and the. the, the He's like, oh, I'm... Like, and the thing is, they bring... 
they bring all the jars with them. And he could just yeah. be like, fist dodge. Smash them. Yeah. And take the jars anyway. <laughs> Was that your auntie? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my dear. god. Oh dear. Very good. <laughs> that was just for you. That was just very good, very good. All right. And so uh, then we see that the boys have used up all the cream because they've guzzled it all, and there's only one or two little drops left. Come guzzlers. And and that the the cream doesn't last very long, and they say, "Oh, cat, like here, there's enough. There's enough cream for a couple more days here if you squeeze it. If you squeeze it right, right." And uh, they, but wait, Scott. What about the important plot point of we could use the cream to resurrect witnesses about the brewery fire? So that's what Raoul goes to do, is to find some witnesses. Yes. Uh, again, my second favorite plot in the film. Yes. Resurrecting then, the witnesses of a brewery fire. <laughs> I know. And then we get the little ceremony here. Uh, the Trumps are up there above, and they see Siobhan's over there. She's with the, she's with the dissenters. When they have a little, there's a just a full on action sequence here, which is okay. That's all right. It is kind of funny to see just like all these little freaks who like can't. Rayman's chucking toilet paper. Uh, just like there's a lot of characters that I just I don't really care about. People throwing like, brooms and like all gunk and shite and piss and whatever all this stuff, right? Fuck. Just yeah, all all this stuff, right? So there's this there's this big old fight. Uh, the the bears the bears above gets dropped down into a chasm. Uh, and then uh, eventually Cat has another vision that says, that, oh, they've done enough. The town's going to be saved because guess what? Wee-oo, wee-oo. Here they come. Here here come the police, right? And they've come. They've got the witnesses. Wee-woo, wee-woo. And they are... They are <laughs> They arrest what 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 does a what does a siren is that what siren sounds like for you please siren Nino Nino <laughs> you get the Ninos you get the wee wah wee wah I can't I can't even think about it. I don't know I'm I'm infected by films uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I okay oh you're the same as us that's shite yeah. ah I want <laughs> no, it's like not like it being in like France or something yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when, and then when they're going mad, like yeah, that's they, right. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> when there's, I don't know, they want to get people's attention to get past them or something. Yeah, <laughs> or that they're going through yeah. the lights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, cat sees a vision. They've done enough. They saved the town. They arrest the Trumps. The Trumps are off away. Uh, Trump does the classic, like, oh, she did the murders. Arrest her. It wasn't me, right? Whatever. Just showing their character uh meanwhile down there uh cat's parents are it's time for them to go it's time for them to die again and then uh, we do get this nice little moment here and they all tell us what you see and she has this vision everyone's coming back to to what is it rust bank is that what it's called rust lake rust bank and uh town's coming back alive everybody we, the cinema's back in business we're dropping balloons the brewery's back we're running it baby here we go and uh, Sister Helly's the new headmaster of the school. And uh, then they say, uh, went a while, they're like, oh, hey, Daddy Devil, now that you just broke the entire amusement park on your big old tum, now you got to build a new one. And then they say, what about this? And they open up their little folio. They all look at the big amusement park, and it's nice, and it's again, pretty. And then we just, get uh, it's the whole group together. Again. And then the end. 
we get some credits here. We've got Jack Skellington in it for a second. Uh, and then at the end, did you watch the end, the post-credits? I did. I did. Maybe my favorite. Very cute little video of a, of a, of a little animator. And he goes, it's 3.30, 3.30 in the morning. And uh, here's some sound. <laughs> That's exactly how he sounds. It's exactly how it sounds. This is how he goes. And then he says, oh, cat? Is it you, cat? And then cat comes out behind and she waves and then. See, they're they're their little people, like that. You know, like this is they've been with them for like forever, seven yeah. seven years or however long it took to make <laughs> two minutes of this. Yeah, they've yeah. been with them yeah. the whole time. Exactly. exactly. Uh, so they they are like. So there we go. Boom! Yeah. The end, baby. That's it. So let's rank it in the list. So far, Lots. we have number seven, Monkey Bone. Number six, Us. Number five, Nope. Number four, James and the Giant Peach. Number three, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Number two, Get Out. Number one, Coraline. I'd put it below James and the Giant Peach, but above, nope. Mm. I felt like I had That's more. I I had more issues with nope. You had more issues with nope. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because I was gonna. I was close, but I was gonna put it below. Um. So we gotta fall back. Would I rather watch Nope, or would I rather watch this? I'd rather watch this. I'm never gonna watch Nope again. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I would probably rather watch Nope. I don't know. I don't really want to watch either. (laughs) Sure, flip it. Flip it. I don't have a coin, but I have a badge. Um, So, (laughs) so top. I have a I have a Final Fantasy one to six pixel remaster switch cartridge. <laughs> lemon, uh, <laughs> back, the pin. Okay, lemon. All or right. Pin. Uh, let's say let's say lemon. Lemon is below nope. No. Okay. Yeah. Right onto the floor. So <laughs> it's pin. Oh, it's pin. All right. All right. That settles it then. That settles it. So then we'll put. Uh, <laughs> it's pinned. I'll trust you. I'll trust. It's like, uh, yeah, it's pinned. I'm not gonna show you though. I'm not gonna show you. It's on the floor. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. No, I, I don't like. There's nothing to lose. There's, there's, <laughs> there's no emotional consequences. We'll never talk about so, this again. So we will put Wendell and Wild so above. No. So please, uh, just for the sake of wrapping up this series. Uh, for at least a couple of years until the next Jordan Peele film comes out. Can you please read us from the top down what our final list is? Okay. Number one, Coraline. Number two, Get Out. Number three, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Number four, James and the Giant Peach. Number five, Wendell and Wild. Number six, Nope. Number seven, Us. Number eight, Monkey Bone. Excellent. And that's Beautiful. It. Any, I love any that. Eight final eight thoughts? Film. You know what? I think we've. Uh, this is definitely the largest sample size of quality <laughs> of uh, of a series that we've yeah. done. Uh, and and like that's the thing. Even though like we didn't love us and we didn't love Nope, I would. I probably. I don't think I would watch Us again. If I had to, I would watch Nope again. Um, so really, like, there's only one or two that I just like. I'm gonna be honest. I complete. I in my head, I I thought that Nope was us. 
and I was thinking, I was thinking about the, I was thinking about the horror movie at night. But it's still, my point still, my place still stands on the thing. Oh, right? you're still okay. With yeah, that. but I, I was, th- I was thinking the doppelgangers. Oh, yeah. this is much better than that. But, the, so we were, we were in agreement of that at least. Sure, sure, okay, yeah, 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 sure. I still think that the first, the first act of us was fantastic, really, really good. Yeah, I like, I like um, that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I didn't mind that. Um, yeah. Yeah, nope, I won't watch again. Monkey Bone won't watch again. James and the Giant Peach, up. They're, they're the good ones. They're great, great, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's very good. Well, we've got some other series to continue. We've got a couple movies in the video game cinematic universe to catch up on. We've got uh, Gran Turismo, of course, and uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, which is responsible for revitalizing <laughs> the career of... <laughs> I can't even remember his name. So Matthew good Lillard. job, Matthew Lillard. That's right. Oh, good job, Matthew. You pulled one out, did you? Uh, as well as some other things, we got Castlevania Nocturne coming up, and uh, some of the old video games uh, with The Godfather. And that's going to take us pretty much clear through the end of the year. Do you want to know Matthew Lillard's first film? Yes, I do. It's called Ghoulies Three. Ghoulies go to college. Good. And he's he's, a, he he's, a, he's credited as <laughs> no his character his character is called Dexter Stork. Dexter Stork. Yes. Good. Great. And he's wow. credited as Matthew Lynn. Good. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Does he play? Oh. The third reincarnation of Gooly. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening this week. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time. Have a good week, everybody.